the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM, more stimulating talk. San Francisco, thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time. On 910 AM, more stimulating talk. San Francisco, thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, believe it or not. I actually come in to do my own show. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. People often ask me, is that really your name? It really is, surprisingly. It's, it's, Savage isn't his real name. His, his name is Michael Weiner, which is pretty damn funny. Um, my name actually is Robert Black. My friends call me Robert, so I can always tell who knows me and who doesn't know me by who calls me Rob and who calls me Robert. I send all my emails to my friends, Robert. It's interesting, small little odd thing to get out there. I have a good show for you today. It's Friday. I feel... I feel like a Friday. You know? I feel like a Friday. I'm tired. I'm worn down. End of the year. Uh, Looking forward to the weekend. So, got some business ventures to take care of this weekend. Uh, But other than that, nothing too too shocking. Got most of my shopping done. So, I go on the cheap side of things. Um, I'm not that extravagant. I'd rather... Yeah, create a memory, then um, buy your friendship. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. We used to have a security guard at Channel 4 Cron back when Cron would pay for security guards. <laughs> now they have secretaries. Uh, we used to have a security guard, and TV stations should have security guards. Uh, that You'd ask him, you'd say, Anthony, how you feeling today? He goes, I'm feeling kind of Monday. Feeling kind of Monday. On Wednesday, he'd be like, I'm feeling kind of Wednesday. Yeah, feeling kind of Wednesday. It's a pretty funny answer. It's it, at, at the time, you're like, what the hell does that even mean? But I'm feeling kind of Friday today, and I think you can relate to me on that. Anyway, um, I got some good stuff for you today. Senate Healthcare. So we got news on the healthcare reform. Will it or won't it happen? We've got a little Dan Rusinowski and the San Jose Sharks. Big, big winners last night, and it was about time. I wasn't saying I was going to lose the faith, but sometimes you got to put up. And they put up last night. Talk a little Vegas. Got some Vegas in this hour for you. Um, are there investments in Vegas? Yes, absolutely. And cable TV. Fox is doing something that's kind of interesting. If you think about it, Fox, I'll come to this in just a second. They give us a lot of content for free. You know, we're not paying to watch Fringe. Fringe is a fun show. Fringe is an expensive show. They're not charging us to watch the Super Bowl. They, they make their money by advertising support. 
They're doing something kind of um, bullish. They're bullying a cable company. I'll tell you about that a little bit later in the show. Let's go to Jim, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Jim, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing okay. I'm Like I said, it's uh, been a long week. Looking forward to relaxing a little this weekend. I agree. None the more with you. Yeah. I got a question about a video game manufacturer, Square Enix. They're actually traded on the Asian trade market, which I know nothing about. Yeah. Kind of a two-part two-part question. A, how does the company look? Um, obviously, getting ready to launch um, a new massive multiplayer online game, 2010 Final Fantasy XIV. And uh, just kind of want to get your opinion on what you think of the company, and as well as how I would go into getting involved with the foreign stock exchange in regards to where to look for it. I know how to find, uh, obviously, Nasdaq and the Dow, like falling off a lot, but the foreign market to me is just I have no, I know nothing about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, let me just say, it's it's a little bit more difficult to analyze than, say, I feel comfortable analyzing. Uh, just to start off with, Square Enix is based out of Japan, Tokyo. They have a teeny tiny subsidiary based out of London, I believe. It's a video game maker. They've been around for years and years and years. Um, it's tough to analyze because I don't know the culture. Like, I know the culture of the video game makers in the United States. It's driven on product. It's driven on uh, cycles. It's driven on delivery of product on time, i.e. right before the holiday season if it's a blockbuster, things along those lines. But Square Enix develops games for the PCs and for consoles. So they do the Xbox 360. They do the um, PlayStation 3. Titles include Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy has been around since I was a kid. I mean, it's been around a long, long, long time. And they're getting ready to release a new one, like you mentioned. Um, they got some. They, they own the Dragon Quest series as well, which again, a little bit more Asian than U.S. They have an online role-playing game, which is uh, they're called Massive Multiplayer Online Role-Playing Game. So they're they're shortened for MMORPG. So we all know what a role-playing game is. Um, in the bedroom, I am your knight, and you are my princess, and I will save you. But that's role-playing. Well, you can do that on the computer too. And, you know, you can be an orc and I can be an elf and I can shoot you. Um, and you can be in Japan and I can be in the United States. So it's role playing. And it's massive because there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people doing it all at the same time. So Final Fantasy has sold over 80 million units. It's a huge franchise. Square Enix dabbles in publishing of mobile phone content as well. I don't know much about that. Taking a look at their financials, they do $31 billion in sales. And again, here's where I kind of lose my sensitivity. I'm not sure if the numbers that I'm seeing or in the Chinese uh, currency, um, uh, Japanese currency, or, or U.S. currency. Um, so I don't feel comfortable saying, I can analyze the company for you. Um, obviously, their competitors would be Electronic Arts, Activision, Take-Two. They would be Konami. They would be Nintendo. Um, I just I can't analyze it and tell you if it's a good company or bad company. Now, as far as buying companies in foreign markets, what you need is a big f- uh, firm, a company like Fidelity. Um, a company like um, Smith Barney, who has brokerage units in foreign countries. Let me scratch Fidelity from that and say um, uh, Citigroup, uh, Smith Barney. Um, I think that would be a better example of the ability to buy on foreign exchanges because they operate in foreign exchanges. Um, That's how you would want to go about doing it. So you'd probably want a big brokerage house uh, that has access to foreign markets. And uh, it's going to be more expensive. 
because they know that Jim in Novato, you know, can't exactly pick up the phone and call Japan and order it. So they're going to charge you for that. It's a little bit more pricey, so maybe not in your best interest because right there there's going to be some cost in it that, that hurt. So thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. So I, I hinted at this ever so briefly. Time Warner, Cable, and News Corp, they're fighting each other. Now, in the Bay Area, we got Comcast, and we don't really say, who's Time Warner Cable? More of an East Coast cable company. Um, Time Warner's cable contract to carry News Corp, Fox Networks, it's going to expire. And with News Corp, not only do you get the Fox Network, the Fox Business Channel, Fox News Channel, you get the Fox Network, you get FX, um, which has shows like Nip Tuck and Sons of Anarchy and other shows that are pretty fairly popular, all things considered. So News Corp has been a prominent advocate of cash fees for basically their Fox Network. They're saying... We spend a lot of money developing, and like we we got you the Super Bowl, and we had to pay for that, and we give you the Simpsons, and we have to pay for that. So it's time that the cable operators pay us to get our content. Now this is a battle that we're going to watch very very closely because you know who's the loser, me and you. So ultimately, Time Warner doesn't care if they charge you know if they have to collect forty five cents from News Corp uh, to run the channel in each home. News Corp's going to get their money, their forty five little cents, and you know. Time Warner Cable is going to charge us an extra 45 cents. That's why our cable bill keeps going up. We need fewer channels. Our Congress is so effed up. I'm so angry at them. Why can't they get it so that we have a la carte cable so that we could pick 10 channels that we want? So, and not be forced basic tier, expanded tier, super premium expanded tier. You know, there's 500 channels. I have over 500 channels at my home, and it takes me four hours to flip through each and every channel and go, huh, this sucks, huh, this sucks, huh, this sucks. So why can't they get it so that we can pick the 10 stations that we, uh, the 10 shows that we want? Maggie Gyllenhaal. Hmm. Um, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. Now, there's one more thing. There's one more thing. And again, the whole News Corp time order, I, there's, not a, there's not a definitive on that yet. But you can see why the whole system just stinks. So Senate Democrats, their drive to pass health care legislation, it's coming down to one man, Senator Ben Nelson. One man, and he's putting up a fight. So the health care legislation by Christmas, will it falter, will it not? Yesterday it looks like it's faltering. It's typically tied to over abortion and criticism by some Democrat supporters that the bill is unaffordable for lower to middle income families. In a seesaw day yesterday, Senator Ben Nelson, he is an anti-abortion Nebraskan. He's the last Democrat withholding support for the legislation. He rejected an overture by party leaders to address his concerns about the bill's handling of abortion. Amongst other things, Democratic leaders proposed to create a new tax credit that would promote, promote adoptions. This is a sticky wicket. So you can already say every American deserves health care. You can say that. Absolutely. But then we start getting into issues of abortion, adoption, should that be supported with taxpayer money? Or not even taxpayer money, with taxpayer deficit money? It's a good question. It's a hell of a question, because it's not as simple and clear-cut as as you once thought. And should, like, someone who gets serial abortions, should they be supported? You know, an abortion is an expensive procedure. If you're getting 10 of them and you're using it as birth control, is that appropriate use of taxpayer money and use of free health care? It's a crazy question fat people should they be supported or should they pay taxes into the system on you know mcdonald's should should there be a, a tax on mcdonald's 
should there be a tax on Ben and Jerry's? Because heavier you are, the more health care you consume. It's that simple. So in a Nebraska radio station, Senator Nelson suggested he would, uh, it would be difficult to vote on a broader bill by Christmas. He's delaying. He wants what he wants. He says, quote, I accept the idea of deadlines and pressure that that creates, but a deadline and timeline that's out there, it's not achievable. It's not helpful. I do intend to be home for the holidays. Healthcare legislation by Christmas doesn't look like it's going to happen unless he's playing a mean game of poker. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Coming up, I'm going to go over some of the top stocks of the day. Later in the show, we get a little Dan Rusinowski and a little Vegas. I've got a great new term for you. You know how we, we're learning all these words this year? There's an app for that. There's an app for that app. I have another term that's kind of funny that you're going to go, Haha, I get it. I get it. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Talk910.com is the website. You listen to Rob Black. More stimulating talk. show i'm rob black talking all things financial thanks so much for listening thanks for being a a supporter of the show this year it's been a fun year we've done a lot of fun things and different things for instance we had joe cannon of the san jose quakes on and when he came on he had the san jose quakes do a blast out that he was going to be on so i got a lot of new listeners from you know reaching out and, and developing some friends and some new um areas so to speak so help me help me help the show spread the word i will do everything i can to educate you and get your butt to retirement in a nice way. I will do everything, including later in the show, I'm going to talk about where your money should be next year. Not this year, next year. And I'm not going to tell you in, in particularly like individual stocks. I'm going to tell you about your stock funds, your 401k, because the 401k is the most glorious thing on this planet. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. If you want to drop me an email, drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. Why is the 401k wonderful? I heard a couple of you just say that. It, because ultimately you pay less taxes. If you're given a salary of $100,000 a year, it's really take home of what? 65, you get 35% tax bracket. So then you throw in another 9% to the state of California. So your, your take home is 55%. And that sucks. But with a 401k, every dollar you put in, it's never taxed on the federal or state level. It's amazing. It's miraculous. And later in life, you could say, I'm going to retire in a state that has no income tax. So you could avoid the income tax. You could. You may not like that state. States that don't have income taxes sometimes aren't the most destination-friendly uh, locations. If you know what I mean. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. So the 401k also grows tax-deferred. And later in life, it comes out when you're not making $100,000 a year in the 35% tax bracket. It comes out at a much lower tax bracket. Now, we don't know what the tax brackets are going to be in the future, and that's a little bit of a problem. It's a little bit of a problem. And we don't know what the tax laws are going to be in the future. For instance, right now you can retire at 59 and a half. But what happens if they say you can't retire and start drawing on these nest eggs until you're 65? Well, a lot of people die from 59 and a half to 65. So you can see where it becomes a little bit of an issue. Little bit of an issue. When do you get your Social Security? When should you take it? The moment you can is my answer. The moment you can. Get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls 
on the air. One of my favorite stories of the year. It has to be this one. And this just broke today. And it's one of the best stories of the year. Mom says he got drunk, stole a girl's dress because he wants to go to jail. That's the headline. Beer buzzed boy, four years old, wants to visit jail dad. Isn't that great? Tennessee investigators say a four-year-old boy was found roaming his neighborhood in the night, drinking beer, and wearing a little girl's dress taken from under a neighbor's Christmas tree. He stole a Christmas present. The child's mother, 21-year-old April Wright, said that the boy wants to go to jail because that's where his daddy is. She said the boy's father and her are going through a divorce. The boy found outside his house in Chattanooga, was taken to a hospital and treated for alcohol consumption. The boy's mother said she met with Child Protective Services and she was told that she will get to keep the custody of her own kid. That's a great story, isn't it? It shows you what's wrong with America in so many ways. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's talk a little Vegas. Mm, let's hold off on Vegas. Let's go to a phone call. Let's go to Jack in San Jose. Jack, 800-345-5639. How are you, Jack? Pretty good, Rob. Hey, look, uh, this John, I'm not sure how to say his last name, John Bermuda, Bermuda, he does a lot of those uh, commercials on a lot of local radio shows or stations. And he talks about wiping out your debt yeah. within a few years and eliminating your uh, your mortgage payments and, and, and the, com- the, the entire loan within 36 months. I never hear anybody talk about what this guy's all about how he does it, or if it's some kind of a scam. You got any ideas on what that's all about? Um, it's some kind of scam. Yeah, I thought so. So, do you like infomercials? I mean, when you see two midgets in Hawaii talking about how much money they've made selling real estate, do you go, I wonder if these two midgets can do it. I bet I could do it. Or do you go, they're probably going to sell me a piece of crap package for $4,000, and it won't work. Well, I figured that, but I never heard anybody, especially on shows like yourself, talk about Oh, I talk about it. I guy. talk about it all the time, Jack. There's something called a mortgage accelerator, and that's one of the products that's being pushed on consolidating debt. And what they do, Jack, is like you take out a home loan, and you put it into this quote-unquote product, and it pays your mortgage three times a month. Whenever you've got extra cash in your bank account, it'll, it'll pay the mortgage for you. Um, and that saves you interest, and that absolutely does work. But you know what, Jack? You don't need a $4,000 piece of software to do that. You could do that anytime you want by getting online, going to your bank, and paying down your mortgage. So a lot of us go, millions of dollars, but you take out a $600,000 loan, he gets the transaction cost, you pay down your debt, your house has debt on it because it's got a second or whatever in that scenario. Mortgage, mortgage accelerators are for dumb people, Jack. They're for people that, that can't figure out you can do all that stuff yourself. Now, with that said, should you pay pay down a mortgage? Absolutely not. It's a horrible thing to do. So I would be very careful, Jack. Um, Sometimes media lies. I mean, I'm going to be quite honest with you. Media lies. There's a a, a model named Twiggy, and she was a, a 1960s beautiful, beautiful woman. And she's selling oil valet, and they airbrushed her eyes to make her look like she's got the eyes of a 20 year old woman. She's a 60-year-old woman. She's got nasty, nappy, grainy, wavy lines everywhere. And they airbrush it to make it look like she's 20. That should be against the law, but it's not. The stuff that you see in infomercials, they're protected by what's called freedom of speech in the United States, Jack. I'm a fiduciary. I work inside the industry. And because I work inside the industry, I had to take um, – they, they, they took my fingerprints. 
I'm not allowed to lie. I'm not allowed to mislead about money. If you look at the fine prints on any of the infomercials out there, you'll see these results not suitable for all people. There are risks in investments. I mean, there's a software company that runs an infomercial that says, wouldn't you like to know when to buy the stock market and when to sell? We've got a system, red light, yellow light, green light. And people sit at home and they go, well, that sounds pretty good. I'd like to know red light means sell. Green light means buy. People are that kind of stupid, Jack. If he had a system that could figure out when to buy and sell stocks, he would own an island. He would have a nuclear weapon. He would be the most powerful person. He would be a James Bond villain. But he's allowed to say he's got a system. It's worked for five people. It's failed for five million people. Doesn't have to tell you that. They got to be very, very careful. Media lies to you on a regular, regular basis. And if you think you can wipe out millions of dollars of debt, you're smoking crack cocaine. I mean, when you've got hundreds and thousands of dollars of debt, debtors want their money back. Now, you can go into bankruptcy. There's no doubt about it. They're going to come and take your car. or you have an asset that they can take, they're going to take if they can take it. Now, this is a unique time in history, Jack, because a lot of people are struggling. So the banks are going, well, we, we don't have time to collect assets from these, these bankrupt losers. So they, they can't. So, in fact, some people have been living in their house that they haven't been paying mortgages on for over a year because the banks don't have time to process them out of it. So, with that said, mortgage accelerators are scams. Mortgage accelerators separate you from your money. Mortgage accelerators put you in an expensive loan. Mortgage accelerators charge you big dollars. And prepaying a mortgage isn't a smart idea in the, in the first place. Same thing with debt, debt uh, accelerators. Anything that they can give you, you can do on your own. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's the Rob Black Show. It's Friday. I'm filled with love and happiness. I've got a funny story about cron that came up yesterday. Got in a fight with my cron management yesterday because they wanted me to do something I, want, I don't believe in. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show. 910 AM. Talk910.com. Talk910.com. If you want to jump on the blog, interact with me. Taking you to break with a little Mia. Get in the Rob Black chat room live now. Go to talk910.com. Go to the Rob Black page and click play. Talking all things financial. In between, I blend in a little pop culture, but typically I always come back to how do we get your butt to retirement? For instance, there's some headline news out there today. Blackberry sales surged, but Palm cools off. Blackberry's up big today, posting a 59% jump in profit. Whoa! Blackberry's done an okay job hanging on. I think that they're going to have a tougher time 
as the iPhone rolls out to Verizon. Verizon's got the best network, and they got BlackBerry phones. Can you imagine if you have an option of no BlackBerry at Verizon? It's gonna, they're going to lose a lot of sales. It's going to happen. Now, TV makers, this is a headline in the Wall Street Journal today. TV makers gamble on 3D at home, with flat panel TV selling for the prices comparable to ordinary televisions a few years ago. Manufacturers searching for the next profit boost. So 3D is going to be the next big push. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care anymore. TV's TV to me, you know? I don't need flatter. I don't need bigger. I don't need better black depth perception. I don't need it. It doesn't change my enjoyment of television any more or less so. So my next TV, maybe it will be a 3D TV, but it's going to be in six or seven years when my TV burns out. TVs are on eight to nine year time uh, life cycles. Um, so the efforts are going to intensify a lot of, because with 3Ds, if, if they want to make 3D, you've got to get some new you know, processing power. So you have to have 120 megahertz TV. You can't use it on regular TVs. Otherwise, the image is going to hang on you. So they're asking for us to change a lot including our DVD player, to Blu-ray, because you're going to need that processing power of Blu-ray in order to get any sort of from it. Elsewhere in the Wall Street Journal today, there's a, two articles, one on FedEx, says, and this is a headline where right from the headline, I can tell you I learned something. It says, FedEx spots a turning point. Courier to resume pay raises, 401k contributions as holiday shipping jumps. So they're going to increase pay raises again? They're going to go back to that? That's good. They're going to go 401k contributions. That's good, too. They're telling you that they feel some comfort in the economy. They're not panicked. They don't feel like they're going to have to fire people. Why is this important? Because FedEx is a big play on the whole U.S. economy. It's a big play. It touches. It's shipping. It's transports. Planes, trains, and automobiles are what are called the transports. As a sector, they can tell you a lot. When their stocks are moving higher... Six months from now, the economy is going to be moving higher. And for FedEx to say that they're going to raise pay again, that's good for people who have homes. That's good for people who are consumers, and we're all consumers. You know, I spend probably 80% of my paycheck and, and, and save the other 20%. So I'm a saver, but I'm also a consumer. Now, most people spend 100% of their paycheck, and they don't, they don't worry about that, that day that comes down the road eventually. They just go instant gratification, let's do it. So they're going to increase pay raises. Now, what, what's that mean? Well, I bought a, a home. And unless wages go up, maybe 5% of the, of the Marin, uh, not the Marin, but the Peninsula population could afford my home. But if pay goes up, maybe 7% or 8% can afford, not necessarily the home, but the mortgage payment. Keep in mind, you don't buy a home in cash. You, you fit, say, I got $3,000 a month. That's all I can afford. So when your your salary goes up thousand extra thousand dollars a month, twelve thousand a year, you got four thousand a month, that's all I could save. And suddenly you're starting to get into my bracket, if that makes sense. I think it does. So I'm trying to help you. Oracle, they see signs of an industry recovery. So tech is okay. Research in motion and Oracle say tech is okay. I'm not telling you to go crazy. I'm telling you that tech's gonna be an okay sector next year. Although it's been a great sector this year, far outperforming uh, the S&P 500. This is an interesting one. This is a very interesting one. This is also, in, it's in the corporate watch of the Wall Street Journal. It says, there's a picture of a big old Winnebago. And it basically says, 
an increase in demand for Winnebago motorhomes has prompted the company to add workers. Who would have thought, right? Now, two years ago when gas, when oil was $150 a barrel, we said, no, I bet people aren't going to be using their mobile homes and getting two miles a gallon, right? So the company got murdered. First period loss narrowed on motorhome demand. Winnebago said their first quarter loss narrowed as an increased demand for the company's motorhomes prompted it to add workers. As difficult as this recession has been for Winnebago, we believe the worst may be over. In the most recent period, Winnebago's sales orders backlog quadrupled compared to a year ago and rose 62% year over year. Winnebago posted a loss of 1.3 million, blah, 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 blah. Company's revenue increased 17%. Now, that's not enough for me to say go buy the stock, but it's damn close. I'm going to be honest with you. It's one of those situations where adding workers backlog quadrupled. It doesn't say that they're going to beat or blow out numbers, but how bad has it been in the last two years? They don't have to meet or blow out. They need to have a sign of life where they're no longer getting canceled orders, but they're growing their orders. So Wall Street loves revenue. Now, I'm not going to go out and buy Winnebago for the next 10 years. I ain't that convinced. But Wall Street loves revenues. In the last two years, this is a company that's been kicked in the face. So for a stabilization, it tells you, hey, things could get a little bit better. What's up with that vampire song? What is it called? Oh, Vampire's Lament. So we'll, we'll, I'll pull it out for you. We'll, we'll get that. Um, Heidi, pull it up. Go to YouTube. Uh, Google uh, Vampire's Lament. Maybe we can get a break with this one. I have no idea what you're talking about. Dracula's Lament. Go to YouTube. You can do this. You can do this. It was in the movie. Um, oh, not Pineapple Express. Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So Google. Pull it. Be a producer. It's a pretty funny song, and it's actually pretty catchy. And a puppet sings it. Who doesn't love singing puppets? Like the Muppets? Who doesn't love them? So in the last year, Winnebago, just to let you know, ticker symbol WGO, has gone from $4 a share to 14 So maybe I'm Mr. Genius going, hey, look at this. Their, their backlog's picking up. Maybe some other geniuses that have already figured it out as well. To get your calls in the air, it's 800 345 Five six three nine. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine. Website is talk nine ten dot com. Talk nine ten dot com. During the breaks, I generally jump on the the, lo- the blog and interact a little bit. I don't answer stock questions there. It's not appropriate. It would take me about four to seven minutes to type up a response. So if you want to get a stock question on air, you got to call eight hundred three four five five six three nine. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine. But if you want to uh, jump on the blog and interact with other blackheads, it's talk nine ten dot com. Talk nine ten dot com. It's Rob Black Show. 9, 10 a.m., more stimulating talk. You're listening to Rob Black. 9, 10 a.m., more stimulating talk. It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn. So I saw this song on Ferguson the other night. I'm still trying to shake off. And it was funny, the crowd was rocking. It's called Dracula's Lament. 
And if I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord I will slay you. What's funny about, or what's insightful about monsters is, typically they've done something. Dracula swore off God. Hmm, sucks. He gets to, to live forever, but people hunt him down and try to kill him. Sucks to be Dracula, right? Frankenstein, who was Frankenstein? Frankenstein did nothing. He was a scientist. He created a monster. So the monster in Frankenstein scared people, the little bit Jesus out of them. People didn't understand it. All it was was a dead guy who didn't really know how to, to live in the world anymore because he was a freak. He was incredibly alone, incredibly isolated. If you ever read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, it's sad. Frankenstein is an outcast. I mean, you would be too if you were living dead, walking around kind of thing, right? And you, your brain doesn't function normally, so you can't speak as, as clearly as you should. But in actually in the book, he quotes Shakespeare. Frankenstein's monster was, was fantastic. Frankenstein... We're not supposed to come back to life after death. So there's always these big themes in monster movies that you wouldn't really imagine. Um, I don't know about Chewbacca. <laughs> I don't know what he means. I can only analyze what I can only analyze. And it's actually funny because the canon of horror movies or horror books, um, novels, has great uh, uh, home in, in European literature. Fantastic home. Um what was the, the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Uh, Hyde? Again, you know, uh, medicine and w- w- as a world, as a nation, we weren't ready for it. We were a little freaked out. It's like we don't know if science is a good thing or a bad thing. So we kind of made it a bad thing in literature. <laughs> Are we going to keep playing this? It's cute. It's cute. And again, uh, the guy who writes it, uh, what is his name now? Now I've misplaced it. Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel, uh, he's been in a lot of Judd Apatow films, and Kristen Bell is incredibly sexy uh, in the film, but uh, he had the Ferguson crowd rocking, rocking out to a puppet singing. That's where we are at this point in our lives. I found it interesting to say the least. Um, Russell Brand steals that movie, by the way. He steals that movie. Very, very funny uh, character actor out of England. To get your calls on the air, it's 800 345 It's 800 The big American contribution to monsters, you know what it is? The Psycho. With Alfred Hitchcock's The Psycho, no one had ever seen it. There was no reason it made no sense. It just scared the hell out of people because you can't predict a psycho. You can't predict it. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's go to Lisa in San Jose. Lisa? Hi. Hey, I love the show. You're very kind, Lisa. And I got a question for you. Um, my husband and I were both own small businesses. Our income annually is around three hundred thousand. Wow! Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. What type of we're what type what type of businesses? Lucky. What type of businesses do you own? My husband is in offset printing, and I am in a small manufacturing business. Very very cool. Yeah. So my question is: We do I do the traditional four hundred one k every year. Good. Um, we don't have a lot of, I mean, we have traditional write-offs on our taxes as far as like, uh, mortgage. I, I always, every year I debate doing the Roth 401k. Right. And I don't know which way is the best way to go. I'm sure taxes are going to go up, but I'm paying high taxes now. Right. It's, it's an interesting dilemma, Lisa, because it really comes down to in your retirement, do you plan to live frugally because you didn't save enough? Or do you plan to, you know, spend a lot of money in retirement and party it up and, you know, end with a bank account of zero? If you I, think I plan to live it up big, then I would uh, start using a Roth in large part because you know the tax rates can be zero. You know that that's pretty sweet. Yep. 
And it, like, for instance, I want to buy a Winnebago, Lisa. When I retire, I want to travel across the country with my, my sugar bugger and, uh, you know, live in a Winnebago and, and go see the Grand Canyon, which I haven't seen, but I've heard it's magnificent. Um, go see, you know, the big ball of yarn that I haven't seen, but I hear it's wonderful. Um, you know, to me, that's going to be a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollar purchase. I want to camp. I want to, I've never actually been to Big Sur. That's kind of sad and kind of pathetic. And in retirement, I want to go. Um, I don't have yeah. time right now. So I'm going to spend a good two hundred thousand dollars on a Winnebago later in life. And I don't want to get taxed on that. So that's going to come out of my Roth money. Um, now my grocery money is going to come out of my regular 401k and or my regular IRA. So I'll get taxed on a lower tax base on that. Okay. So the Roth is a good way to go then. At least maybe split it. I would at least split it. Um, okay. That's what uh, modern uh, financial planning wisdom says, at least split it. Although, again, in your situation, you may already have enough in your regular accounts to say, let's go ahead and do the Roth for a few years um, and get that up to, you know, 50-50 as far as my uh, 401k. Okay. So, okay, th- that's I love it. Thanks okay, for the thanks for call, Lisa. Thank you. You're very kind, and um, anytime I hear smart, young, intelligent people, it makes me happy. It, it it truly, truly makes me happy. And being a business owner, I bet if we were to ask Lisa, it's a blessing, and it's also a curse. Go to John in San Carlos, John. Hey Rob, how are you? I'm okay at best. How are you? Good. I'm doing okay. Hey, I've just got a quick question for you. I I um, have talked to people at large financial investment institutions. Uh, I came into a little bit of money, and I want to find out to, what to do with it. But what what I actually – my question is, I think I'm talking to the wrong people because I would like to talk to someone that can look at my income per month and kind of – I'm one of those people who kind of gets by by the skin of their teeth, <laughs> pays his bills but puts no money in the bank. I came into some money that, you know, I do want to invest a part of it. But I, when I talk to financial advisors at the large institutions, they're like, okay, here's the roadmap, blah, blah, blah. We go on for, you know, 10, 20 years, and it's going to turn into that. But I'm looking for someone that can more, more individualize my situation. Does, yeah. does my question make sense? Absolutely. I, I tend to agree with you, John. I was an investment advisor back in the 1990s, and I was able to, you know, get, you know, 80, 90, 100% returns for clients. But what I found out was some people didn't want that return. So I started shifting the business towards a financial planner. Why would some people not want 100% returns is because maybe they have a special needs kid and the volatility is too high. Maybe they have a wife who freaks out when the market corrects 10% and that kind of rate of return was too much because it's going to invite 10% corrections. Uh, maybe they got someone who gets greedy and wants bigger than that and then gets you overextended in markets that you shouldn't be overextended in. So I agree with you that it should be more personalized, and that's why I think financial planners have a, a big say in the future of the financial world. If I had a son today who was 20 years old, I'd say maybe you should be considering being a financial planner because you'll get 100 clients. They'll all have $500,000, $1 each, something like that. And you'll make relationships with them. You'll meet with them every quarter. You'll meet with them once a year. You'll sit down with them. You'll get to know their kids. Um, when they call up 16 years later and say, my, my kid, I need a little extra money because my kid's going to college. That, that big institutional guy, he didn't even ask you if you had kids. He didn't ask you how many years until you're going to need some of this money. He just had a plan to get you to retirement, which is okay, which is okay. But I, I like the, the specialness of financial planners, and that's why I've always endorsed that for the last 10 plus years. So just in a broad brushstroke, how, how do you track down a financial planner? Because I called, like I said, these are names you would recognize of companies that I called, and I just you know, found exactly what you, you just explained. Right. Is it, is it under financial planner in the yellow pages? Or <laughs> that's, that's funny. Um, I don't even know what the yellow pages are anymore. 
Yeah. So it's it's I haven't it's I haven't picked up the yellow pages in probably ten years. No, nor have I, but I, I guess I'm older. So there's a website called cfp.com. Cfp.com. And what I would do, John, is I would work with someone that you trust or someone that you know. Um, maybe you've got a friend who's got a financial planner that they really like, but don't don't go with the financial planner that's been in business one year. Go with the person. Don't go with the the referral of your best friend who's only had a financial planner for two years. You're looking for a guy who can handle your money in a good economy and a bad economy. Um, a financial planner is kind of like a financial coach. He'll look at your life insurance and say, "You ain't got enough. We got to set you up there." He'll look at your health insurance and say, you know, you might want to consider using your a health savings account because your health insurance is, is way too expensive. Um, and you're not using it anyway, so consider, a, you know, put it in your own pocket. He'll look at your portfolio. He'll look at your kids, your college issues, your retirement issues, your taxes, um, your state plan. So in case you do get hit by a bus, you know, what happens. Um, if you need right, a ref- that you're, you're explaining exactly what, what I'm looking for. If you need a referral to someone that I work with, um, drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. If you need, or if you, again, ask some friends and family and interview a couple of them and, you know, ask them tough questions. It's, it stinks. I did an interview yes two days ago that I didn't ask one tough question. I just gave the guy softballs and he was the worst suck interview of all time because I didn't ask any tough questions. So I kind of got what I deserved. Um, right. So, I, well, you know, I, well, I sat down with a gentleman and um, I, I said, well, okay, well, this is what I make. And he's like, well, I don't care what you make. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm totally with the wrong person. And uh, you're smart, you know, but he was one yeah. of those large institutional people, and I'm like, that's not what I'm here for. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I don't recommend like doing investments with an insurance person or doing investments with a bank because they tend to be a little bit cookie cutter, um, and they tend to push the head of the insurance ideas or the head of the bank's ideas uh, because right. they don't want to get into trouble crossing, you know, banking products as investment products, crossing insurance products as bank as uh, investment products. So. It's complicated, but if you need a referral, drop me an email and um, tell me a little bit more about yourself, your your age, your income, your goals, your kids. Um, the more information you give a financial planner, the better, uh, to be quite honest with you. There's there's nothing you can't say. Some financial planners, like I know one in Marin, a guy named Richard Alpert, he'll have meetings that go five to seven hours. That's obnoxious and it's 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 annoying, but you're talking about a large sum of money. You're talking about your retirement. You're talking about... You spent 20 to 30 years to build up a nest egg, so you better really, really get to know the details. Right, thanks, right. Thanks for the call, John. Uh, CFP.com has more information about CFPs, and if you need a referral, rob at robblack.com. Let's go to another call. Let's go to Joe Wooden Fairfield. Joe? Yeah, Rob, My one of my in-laws is asking me to hold on to $80,000 for maybe up to a year or so, and I'm wondering what I should do with that, but the catch is, is I've also just stopped paying my mortgage, and I'm either going to short sell or foreclose on my house because uh-huh. I've got to chalk it up as a bad investment. So is that going to affect I – obviously, I don't want to lose my in-laws' money or be held accountable for that, and what could I do with that money? Joe, I'm, I'm intrigued. Why would an in-law give you money to hold? It could be something from that was money due from a divorce that came from overseas, and maybe that in-law's in low-income housing possibly now. Okay, so they're basically trying to hide some assets so that their spouse gets less. Or they could get kicked out of low-income housing okay. if they, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's pretty complicated. Um, I don't know if I would sign up to be the holder of that asset uh, because these, it's family, and uh, ultimately it could be an interesting situation. 
the investment yeah. property that you have. Is it investment property or is it a home that you live in? No, it's the home I live in, and uh, it's been two, three years of fighting with my wife whether we're going to leave or not, but 80% of the homes on my street have already foreclosed, changed hands, we're way underwater, and our five-year adjustable is up, so our payment's actually going to go up another three, 400 on a house that we've lost hundreds of thousands in equity. Yeah, and there was a survey that was just released today that talked about 10% of underwater homeowners are going to, they'd consider walking away. So I, I know where you're at, and it's a home that you've lived in, right? Yes, yeah, for five okay. years. Okay, just checking. Have you taken any money out of the home? No, I did refinance the second because it was adjustable, and okay. I changed it over to a locked-in 15-year. But otherwise, no, I haven't taken any equity, any money how, out of it. How much money is in the second it's uh, 40000 is the second. You might be liable for that in a short sale. Okay. Now, one thing that Bush did on his way out um, that was probably pretty positive for America was he, he instituted, if you do a short sale, if you write off a loss on a home that you've lived in, that you've not refinanced, that loan, the first one you did, you've not refinanced. That's still a non-recourse loan. The second one's probably a recourse loan. So you're probably going to be liable for that, and they could go for after assets like cars and cash and, and things along those lines. How aggressive the bank gets, I don't know. Um, banks are going to differ like gold and clay, so I can't predict that they would aggressively go after your assets. I would meet with a real estate attorney, and I would start coming up with a plan to short sell if you know that's going to happen. And I think your biggest liability is going to be about $40,000 on that second mortgage. Most of my previous neighbors who have foreclosed settled for five cents on the dollar. I'm hoping I'll fall into something like that, but could you give me uh, the person to talk to to start maybe a referral or start I send you an email? Email's the best way, and um, just say I need a real estate attorney referral, and I've got two of the best ones in San Jose, um, so if you're anywhere near the peninsula, it's, it's pretty easy to uh, reach out to them, but you're in Fairfield, which is interesting. Fairfield? I wouldn't have thought Fairfield would, would have so much problem. It's, it's terrible. Solano County is taking a huge hit, and I actually live five miles from Fairfield. Fairfield's not a nice place to live, but where I live, it's very nice. But it's still just so far underwater, and we don't see it coming back probably in our lifetime, to quote you. Yeah, so, and again, lifetimes are a little shorter than people think at times. So thanks for the call, Joe. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.